0: Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order.
1: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January
0: 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
1: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Awkward Sex in the City. Um, for anyone that's new, uh, just it's going to be me and a guess when we talk awkward sex and how it's, you know affected our lives and it's funny and it's interesting and sometimes it's sad um not this episode is at all this episode i have odd from odd and rags of Frau pow podcast which you should go check out they're on more banana podcast network and it's a great podcast to listen to if you like awkward sex you will like Frau pow and i'm not even gonna tell you that much like we talk about a lot of shit that's like really interesting and learned a lot and i think you're gonna have fun and like i think you're gonna start asking yourself some questions
2: have you, like, made out with anybody lately? And I'm like, no. Like, we're <laughs> together all the time.
1: It's like, no, only you. Only you.
2: Because everybody tells me that I'm not straight enough or I'm not gay enough or I'm not queer enough. And just, like...
1: It's, like, it's like why? Like, why? Why does it matter? It's all fluid. Like, it I all mean, changes. I
2: feel like I get more gay the older I get.
1: <laughs> Let's go straight straight to the heart of it then like okay. first awkward sexual experience like not dating like sexual experience
2: so i was like trying to think of this on the way here because um i am a pretty awkward person
1: okay cool in general cool. just like
2: general being and i'm very attracted to awkward people huh. that's like my type is like tall lanky like, a little bit socially awkward. Like, not enough for it to be hard to interact with them, but, like, enough for it to be endearing. Okay, okay. That's you meet fair. If you meet my partner, you would – it's, like, 100% my M.O. Anyway, <laughs> I love making out with people. Big fan of making out. mm mm-hmm. um, But especially when I'm drunk. And my sweet, sweet partner is very self-conscious Um, and doesn't normally like PTA in general. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I'm drunk and I like want to hang out with him, I am like, I am so obsessed with you, like I have to make out with you on this bus, like right now. And that's when you know automatically, way too drunk.
1: Oh yeah. Oh and is he cool with it? Is he like yeah? He's like, uh
2: like he knows that means I'm too drunk. Like maybe we should settle down like a little and we're gonna go home. And I'm gonna make you some food. <laughs> Aww, how did you guys meet? Um, so we met when we were in both living in Istanbul. Oh, um, fuck, that's yeah. so cool.
1: Why were you in Istanbul?
2: It sounds a lot cooler than it actually is. Um, so we were both <laughs> uh, studying there uh, during college. Um, I hate Florida. Um, so I did everything I could to not be there. Um, and so and then he was there because he studies Middle Eastern history okay um and we were just happened to be at the same school um studying and I thought that he was really cute he um I like hung out with him like saw, made sure I like saw him every day um probably for like five months and he like still didn't understand that I liked him
1: that is fucking adorable so
2: cute and I'm like kid um and then also one night i got really drunk and i was like i really like you like let's go dance and my partner is sober um so he was not drunk um and then he was like okay and then i immediately turned around and made out with a girl and he was like i'm getting like some mixed signals Uh (laughs) and like well you see (laughs)
1: both can be the same like yeah exactly
2: but i also i just love to make out with people mm -hmm. has no reflection on how much i like you (laughs) does he let you like make
1: out with people now like can you like go just like go make out with people like if you're yeah
2: the other day actually he was really cute he was like like have you like made out with anybody lately and i'm like
1: no (laughs) like we're together all the time (laughs) It's like, no, only you. Only you. Also, not he lets you, but it's no. like it's a conversation. It's like an open. like Oh, situation. yeah. Okay.
2: We're pretty like open. I don't think we've ever been like, oh, yeah, we have like an open relationship. But mm-hmm. I think we're both like, you know, if anything happens or like you want something to happen, as long as you're really smart about it, and we talk about it, like – Communication's here. Communication. But also we're both very introverted. So the likeliness of that ever happening is it's, like very small. <laughs> it's
1: like slim to none Yeah. Oh, I love that. How long have you guys been together now?
2: Um, we have been together for eight years. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Married for two.
1: Oh my God. Congrats. Yeah. Do you ever, like, because I've been with my guy like about four and a half years now, and I feel like I get a lot of questions, especially with this show. They'll be mm-hmm. like, well, how do you get, how do you make more material? And it's like, first off, like, do you just not know like human beings? Like, yeah. it doesn't matter how long you've known someone, like, things can still get awkward and weird, and like, oh, absolutely. Juices come out of awful places. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: This isn't a sexual encounter, but my first awkward interaction around sex was. When my mom was talking to me about my um, boyfriend at the time um, in high school, and she wanted to ask about if we were having sex or not. Mm -hmm. Um, God, I'm already cringing. And and her way of asking that was, "Um, so are you doing any heavy petting? Oh. (laughs) And I was like, like immediately, like, I don't want to talk about that anymore. (laughs)
1: No, well, it's just, like, such a weird word. It's, like, that's such an like, old-school word, too. Oh, Like, happy absolutely. petting, like, necking. Like, what, necking like, what does that even mean?
2: Ugh, it just makes me think of, like, I mean, like an animal. Like, it's just, like.
0: Yeah. That's also
2: not what, if you're going to talk about sexual petting, like, I hope that's not how you... Pet someone?
1: No, no, I don't know. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I mean, all it keeps reminding me of, like, um, like I had a lot of questions as a kid because uh, I'm pretty sure I just like walked into my parents all the time, and so I was like, at, like like five or six, was like, what is sex? Like, what is? What are you doing? What am I walking in on? And they were like, well, sex is when like. Two people, like, love each other and touch each other in a very special way. Like, that was their phrasing. Mm-hmm. And so my five-year-old mind was like, oh, okay, okay. So I, like, saying this out loud, I was like, I love my dog Benji. So when <laughs> I pet him, like, I'm fucking him. Like a, like, a nice heavy pet. Like, that's what it reminds me of. Like, like you can't <laughs> use, like, nondescript words with, like, kids and teenagers when it comes to sex. No, it's- absolutely not. You have to be, like, accurate or we don't know what the fuck is going on.
2: Exactly. Like, I didn't really understand what fingering was until, like, high school. I mean, I feel like that's pretty normal age but because, like, my mom, my parents called it, like, petting. Not that we talked about sexual petting at the dinner <laughs> table, but, like, you know, like, I didn't really understand what that was at
1: all or yeah. what that even entails. Yeah, I and mean, even when I thought I knew what fingering was, I just thought it was just, like, jabbing fingers up. The hole that I knew of. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, no, that's not fun for a no, lot of people. For anybody. Yeah. That's
2: a, Mm-mm.
1: Whew, that's fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do you mind if I ask the first time you had sex?
2: Sure. Um I was 19. Okay. I think. So in college, um, I was dating this really huge man baby who is a huge cunt. So, um, uh, yeah, and it was it was actually pretty good. I mean, it's good for a first time. As I think it could be, but he is also an, an asshole. So,
1: is he still an asshole?
2: Oh, absolutely. He's just now a balding
1: man. Baby. I love when they bald. Yeah. Like you deserve it. Oh, a lot of like the popular dudes in my my year in high school all like went bald the year after high school and I was just Ooh. like that's beautiful that's all that extra t-
2: testosterone yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it yeah it was amazing
1: it was so I, I'm just like reminiscing it's I like so, ran into one like, of the ones and I was like hmm yeah you were awful to me great you have no hair anymore great mm-hmm. yes okay what made him a man baby though besides just like his general being obviously but like anything specific well so um, two things
2: one he was an extremely picky eater like he would only eat plain pasta like plain pasta like no butter nothing on it plain pasta Mountain Dew Skittles (laughs) Starburst and like takeout pizza like so like Domino's Papa John's like Mm. not like Actual no, like, pizza, pizza. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: That's pretty much like the end of his diet. What attracted you to him? Um, well, he was tall and lanky and a little socially awkward. he like checked all my boxes. Oh my god! And he was like, and he like played guitar, and I was like, oh my god, he's so cute. He's like so nerdy. Oh my god! Um, but then also, then he turned out to be just sort of a dickhead, and somehow we ended up dating for two years. <laughs>
1: Dude, it happens like I'm all like, the time. How did that happen? I think, what were you doing for two years? And it's like the t- it's two years too. Like I had I had a man baby for two years, a little bit older than nineteen, which I'm like more embarrassed about. But it's just like <laughs> there's something about like no, you're like you're just gonna make this work. Like this is like this is when your parents say like relationships are hard. Like this is it. And it's like yeah, no, this person just actually just fucking sucks. Sucks. Can't take ownership of their like stuff.
2: Like mm-hmm. just like don't blame me for you. Whatever you're doing wrong. Like, mm-hmm. it's not my fucking fault. Or, like, he was also obsessed with, um like, sports. And that's, like, not my jam. <laughs> like, I like sports. They're, like, fine, whatever. But yeah. like, I'm not obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. Do not expect me to, like, have season passes or go to all the games with you or, like, where. I'm not, like, I don't have sportsmanship. Except for my own team. Yeah. <laughs> um, So... No. And so that was like the only thing he wanted to do. And one time for my, he was like visiting me for my birthday at college and he like needed to go watch a football game while he was there. And I was like, ugh. And I was early in our relationship.
1: Ugh. Did you guys end it or did he end it?
2: I ended it. And then we still like fucked around for like a couple months. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. And, then he became really emotionally and physically abusive, unfortunately. Um, and then I was like, "Bye, I'm gonna like leave the country." And then
1: I moved to London. So you lived, in, you moved to London. Yeah. Oh, cool. So you've like, like, gone everywhere.
2: Yeah, I've like done some stuff. I basically worked the college system so that I would be able to pay Florida tuition and go somewhere else. Um, because again, I did not want to be in Florida, and also I was poor. So yes,
1: <laughs> yes, I'm very impressed by this. I would have like I never thought of doing that in college. Like they they made it seem like you would cost so much money to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed when people like do it and do it that much. Um, sex in other countries.
0: Mm-hmm. Better,
1: different, the exact same. The exact same. <laughs> humans are humans. Humans are humans.
2: Um, but before I started dating uh, my partner Tyler, um, I like was like kind of like being like, oh, maybe I like date someone who's Turkish because we're living in Turkey. I was like, maybe I'll just like become, look cool, and you know, I'll live here and it'll be great. Um, and I quickly learned that in Turkey. You um basically, if you make eye contact with a guy for more than like five seconds, they're like, "Oh my God, you're my girlfriend." Oh my God. <laughs> it's like very intense. um they're like dating culture. um And I you know, I'm not into that. I can barely decide um how I want to like present my gender before I leave the house, much less like wanna date someone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That you literally haven't talked to.
2: Yeah. Um, So I made out with a lot of Turkish dudes and then they like immediately, literally within like after I got home, probably within an hour, they would be like friend, like relationship requests on Facebook. Wow.
1: And I was like, oh, no, abort, abort, abort. Because I was like for a long time, like that was key. Like if you had the relationship status, which I have never had, I've never had a relationship status on my Facebook. um, One because of shitty dudes, and two, like once I like was dating someone that was like great, I was like, well, fuck Facebook, like no one needs to know my life anymore. Right, exactly. Um, that's interesting that like dating culture was so intense. Like I guess yeah, I would have never assumed that. Um, I would assume it was like all the same for some reason. Oh no. But I'm a dumb baby when it comes to different <laughs> cultures.
2: No, that I mean, I don't know why you would know that. <laughs> but like yeah, it's super intense and they like are very almost like possessive.
0: Ooh, no, you know, no. and especially
2: because I'm white. You know, and so I'm like, different. Uh-huh. Um, and I used to have, like, long blonde hair and, like, much more, like, femme presenting. Um, and I think straight passing. Um, and they just assumed that I would be down for, like, whatever. Like, hand-holding, maybe getting married next week or whatever. And I was, like, not. Nah, like, we made out. Like, let's, like, chill. Like, that's cool enough. Cool your tits.
1: We had enough fun. No more. That's it. When did you decide um you wanted to uh, be more aware of, like, your gender, if that makes sense? Like Yeah. I don't know.
2: That's a really good question. It's a, I think it's a hard question, it's too. It's a really hard question. But sort of looking back on it, I was like, oh, like, I've never been one to, like, I, first off, never really wanted to be called anyone's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I hate that word. Um, and I, I just thought it was, like, I don't know, maybe I was being, like, really radical feminist or something, and, but maybe it has to do with gender, just, I've never identified as, like, a girl, um, and that that feels really complicated to say, because I feel like it oscillates just, like, with, like, sexuality, Mm -hmm. um, and, but I identify very much with, like, femininity, I'm not a very, like girly girl person mm. um, but I love the strength that comes with femininity um, and I also have a degree in gender studies, so I think that probably helped a little bit <laughs> uh, um, and just kind of learning about like the performance of gender and really how fucked it is and like the socialization of it and I think at the end of the day I really wanted to be seen for myself as an individual rather than as a woman. Yeah.
1: Because you're um, right. Like everyone's just like, boy, girl, boy, girl. Like that's like the first thing you see.
2: Right. Exactly. And I hate when I – so again, I think this goes back to my personality. Like I'm very obstinate and I hate when people tell me to do things. And I hate when people label me because I'm like, well, fuck you. That's not how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that being labeled like that made me feel like I couldn't do certain things. No, that
1: makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so I'm like, well, that's not – I don't want to be held to that standard, so I'm not going to be like that. I also have Mirena, um, an IUD, and I've not had my period for like four years. So I think that also helps sort of like thinking about – it sort of helped me kind of take space from that part of like being a woman
1: yeah that's actually a really good point because i also have a marina and Mm -hmm. i also have not the past few months and i think it's stress related i've seen like like droppings yeah but it has changed and again it's all about like whatever your hormonal like genetic makeup is like it may work for you it may not like i there was actually like um I'm in a couple of, like those like Facebook groups where women were like, "I'm now getting cis, like I'm getting mm-hmm. like I'm getting so much weight, which I've gained like 20 pounds at this point on Marina. But mm-hmm. I, for the most part, I'm like, "Oh, this is so worth it because I don't see my period, I don't get major cramps, I don't have like three days in a row where I am so aware of my hormones and emotions that it's." you feel like you are becoming the stereotype that everyone has told you about women and Absolutely. it feels so unfair. Like mm-hmm. there is way more control of your own body that yeah. way. Um, but again, like it doesn't always work that way for people. But like you're saying, it's, it, it's taken a lot off my plate that I didn't know was on my plate until yeah. like I ate it, like, like until like it was like on.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I I'm, was I'm just like thinking about this really recently uh, because people have been asking me about my gender identity, which is—it's
1: really, going to be annoying. It's kind
2: of—I don't like answering it. Typically, um, this is going to sound kind of mean, but I usually defer people to rags. I'm like, they'll be like, "What's what are what are your pronouns?" And I'm like, message rags. I don't want to talk about it.
1: And that's fair. Speaking of your podcast, though, um, mm-hmm. I love. Do you mind explaining it a little bit to like the people listening?
2: Sure. Um, so I'm a co-host of Frau Pow where my um my co-host rags and i we play roller derby together um and in roller derby we were used to having a lot of these really like sensitive conversations about typically like taboo topics mental health physical health racism um and then i don't know we just decided that we wanted to sort of start sharing those conversations with other people yeah um so it's basically what it's about
1: I love that. So is there like a good way to ask someone's pronouns without being like kind of a, I always feel like I'm being an asshole when mm -hmm. I'm like, what are your pronouns? Like, what do you want to go by? Um, So I think
2: just asking is fine. But also I think we all need to be in the, get in the habit of um, like when you're introducing yourself, just saying them. Okay. That Um, makes sense. So be like, oh, I'm odd. I use they, them. Mm -hmm. Nice to meet you. And I'm like, oh, hey, Natalie, she, her. Yeah. And just so like, people typically reciprocate that. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Instead of – because I know it is super awkward to ask someone for their pronouns. And I I also am on the other side of that there. I will not correct people, um, which is mm. why Rags is usually with me. And then um, she over-genders me so <laughs> in front of people, like, very rudely, which is amazing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's what I would just do. That makes sense because i i would get to, i get way too awkward in correcting people and i can only imagine what it's like when you ask people because
1: i i'm always afraid that it takes away what someone who wants to that not wants to identifies as non-binary mm-hmm. wants it's just like you don't want to all of a sudden put their new identity as their sole. Identity.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: And so, how to stay away from that and in a respectful way, but also making sure like that they know that like you know, like Mm -hmm. like you're not ignoring it. You're not gonna be like blatantly like she her she her. But it's like no, I hear you. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't want to make it like a thing. Yeah, exactly.
2: You're not othering in a good way or a bad way.
1: Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay.
2: It's like a tricky like line to walk.
1: Yeah, and I wonder – I'm assuming it must be harder in, like, not cities, like
2: – Oh, absolutely. Kids that
1: are dealing with this now, like, trying to figure out their sexuality and their their gender identity and even just understanding, like, that you get to choose. Like, I feel like there's a lot of conversations where it's, like, you don't get to choose. Like, it just is what it is. And it's, yeah. like, no, like, it's your fucking body. It's, like, your fucking brain. Who cares? Like, Exactly. It doesn't affect anyone If you're like, I don't identify as a boy or a girl, or like, oh, no, I want to identify as a boy or a girl, like, it doesn't matter.
2: Exactly. And I think – well, I think it's really helping, A, that we have the internet now. That's Mm -hmm. not just, like, for ASL stuff. Oh, yeah. I did a lot of ASL stuff. Mm -hmm, Me too. Uh, But – like, there's actually a lot of, like, support out there and a lot of information, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Um, and then also, like, people like Jonathan, Jonathan Van Ness and Sam Smith both have recently come out as non-binary. Um, but they use he, him pronouns, which mm-hmm. I think is really awesome. Um and I think that a lot of pieces are being written now um, by non-binary people saying, like, you can be non-binary and look however you want. Because I know that for me, it's a really big struggle um, because I I don't really have, like, a single aesthetic. I sort of just wear whatever. Um, and it's not technically androgynous. Like, sometimes I am really, like, femme. Um, and also sometimes it's, I can't really dress... I can, but it's a little more difficult for me to dress masculine because of just my body shape. Yeah,
1: your body type, yeah.
2: And, um, but I can look however I want to look. And people are now sort of, like, saying that to other people in the internet world. Yeah. Um, and I think that's great. So I'm hoping that helps, like, the little, little babies of, like, tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was actually just talking about the internet. I feel like yesterday with a group of friends of, like – Twitter and, like, how it's given everyone a voice that wouldn't have a voice and, like, that's caused, like, you know, the Alex Jones of the world and it's caused, like, some, like, weird hate stuff coming up. But I honestly at the end of the day think that the internet has been more good than bad because how could you – I don't think we'd get where we are now without it when it comes to a lot of stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, and I think especially for the LGBTQ plus community, because those people tend to be so much more isolated. And also, it's so hard sort of grappling with these feelings that are super undefined. Like, I'm not like, oh, I only really like the color purple. So I have to like be this Mm -hmm. like it's there's so much uncertainty in a lot of things and being able to like talk to other people who might feel that way in another part of the country or the world um who might also feel that way and feel isolated I think is really incredible
1: yeah especially because like when you said like if you 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 love purple you can only be this thing I I keep getting this feeling that like now that like nine binary is getting way more Not press, but it's being talked about now Mm -hmm. that is turning into this new like box that it's like, no, if you're non-binary, you have to look androgynous. You have to do this. You have to do that. And it's like, no, don't. Absolutely. Stop telling people that. Um, So I'm glad to hear that, that there is this like there's this talk of like being able to understand way more.
2: Yeah. Like sort of like a pushback against that, because I think that everybody sort of expects non-binary people to look like sort of like Williamsburg, like hipsters that wear like oversized clothing and like buzz Mm -hmm. their heads Mm -hmm. and it's not really like that at all i mean i think that sometimes i try to overcompensate um because i'm in a straight passing relationship that i like try to like make sure that my physical appearance is more like alternative Mm -hmm. and can be read as queer um because i i am very Self conscious, I think sometimes about that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I like have to like wear a shirt that's like it's not what you think, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> and I think I think it was either you or was it Rags that was like your like when I talked about realizing I was white. Bi- it was you, okay? It's true though. Like, so I'm obviously very like f- feminine looking, um, straight passing relationship. Realized I was by, like, in 2014. Didn't really start talking about it until, like, this past year or so. And it is, like, especially, like, when Pride Month happened, I was just like, what? Like,
0: Mm -hmm. I don't want to
1: step on anyone's toes toes, because I haven't, like – I've lived, like, a hetero – life and like you don't want to take up space and then you start feeling like a fraud and it's just like and queer people honestly i've had a lot of bad experiences oh i'm so sorry
2: with people being like well you're in a passing relationship so that means that you're in a straight relationship like also fuck you like you have no idea you have no idea like never assume anything about anybody but also like the community is supposed to be inclusive yeah yeah yeah. And bi people, I think, have it the fucking worst because they're being – everybody's like, well, are you gay or are you straight? Like, if you're dating someone that is not the same gender as you, then you have to be straight. So then, like, you know, then you're not really bi. And there, you, I am always questioning, like, my sexual orientation. Yeah. Even though I know. But because everybody tells me that I'm not straight enough or I'm not gay enough or I'm not queer enough and just, like –
1: it's It's, like like why like why why does it matter no and I'm glad you said that too because I'm constantly questioning it to this day that I'm like oh did I speak too soon did I jump the shark and then like I'll see like a uh, there's be a girl that I'm like really attractive to and I'm like oh no 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 I'm bi like no Mm -hmm. like. and also if you
2: want to identify as not bi later on like that's totally fucking fine
1: that's also true. Like it's like it, it's all fluid. Like it I all mean, changes. I feel
2: like I get more gay the older I get. <laughs> I'm like luckily Tyler jumped in when he did because I'm like after that. I was like I'm told him if we break up. A, I don't understand Internet dating because we started dating before that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And B, like I don't want to date men or white men especially. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Like I I love my boyfriend so much but we were again cuz we had friends this over this weekend i was talking about how like i dated so many shitty dudes before aaron like so many like yeah. they're all so shitty and i was like on, like i was like aaron you did the bare minimum, and it was enough, <laughs> which sounds terrible. I was like, you get what I mean, right? Like you get, like you get what I mean. But it was just like the bar has been set so low that it's like, yeah, like if me and Aaron broke up, like I don't want to be at that low bar anymore. Exactly. Where I feel like if I dated a woman, it'd be a totally different type of relationship straight yeah. out the gate. Yeah. Like just like,
2: I mean, there are shitty women out there too. I'm sure. True. True. Of course. I, I haven't made out with any of them, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure that they exist. I mean, I have plenty of friends who have told me some. Crazy stories, but it, and we're older, so maybe that doesn't apply anymore. Right? Right? That's yeah. how it works. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> With age comes knowledge and experience, experience and, like, experiments and, like, mm-hmm. you just learn and you just learn a lot. Do you <laughs> feel like as you've become more empowered by your gender identity that it's empowered you more in your sexual identity?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think just getting to know yourself at any level and sort of taking ownership of a part of you um, without being told that's a part of you Mm. is really powerful and kind of uh starts affecting other like parts of your identity um i mean i have i mean i'm have been sort of out as bi um if anybody doesn't know that already surprise um (laughs) you know for probably as long as like as you have and um but sort of um, coming out as non-binary or whatever I want to sort of call myself, um, is like in this past year has been like really empowering and just being like I can be whoever I want to be and I can really be attracted to whoever I want to be attracted mm-hmm. to and like I don't really give a shit about anybody else. I don't know. It's like kind of felt yeah. like like people talk about when you get older, um, like. You know, when you turn forty or fifty or sixty, like you just suddenly stop giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. I just sort of felt that way. Um, I mean, I'm still very insecure about most other things in my life. <laughs> um, but I just suddenly was like, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. but also, I'm in a like relationship. so I have that sort of I think backup security. Mm-hmm. um, but you know, just being like i don't I don't care. like I don't give a fuck. Like I can sort of be the person I want to be and do it with whoever i want to do it with i guess like yeah um so they're sort of related but sort of not but i think it's just about like owning parts of you a follow-up question has it changed sex i think that's a really good question um because i was thinking about that um and it's kind of hard to answer a little because also um last year i had a breast reduction so i think that also changed a lot yeah um so i used to be um a 32 h holy fuck those are big yeah um i feel like those are painful i i mean i still go see a chiropractor i have a lot of back problems um but um so i think that that also sort of like really got me more in touch with my body
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and so in that way it's like changed sex and changed like I think also sort of started this exploration of, like, my I- gender identity. Like, because I wasn't connected to these things that everybody could see that were overtly, like, sexual to society. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I then had, like, more freedom to sort of explore who
1: I was, whether that was, like, in my clothing
2: or sex or
1: pronouns or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially with clothing, like, I sometimes don't think people that identify as dudes um, realize how easy they have it with clothing. Yeah. Like, at, with gaining weight from my IUD, my boobs are bigger now. I don't know my size. I Every time I've been sized, they say B36. When I've been 130 pounds, I'm now 170 pounds. And it's like, there's no way. Then I'm a B, motherfucking 36. Like, tell me the truth. I just wear bralettes. I, like, refuse to get measured again. I just, like, don't wear bras anymore. That's fair. Also that. But then I, like, I had an issue this summer with uh, swimsuits where I just did not feel comfortable. Yeah. um, Because they just didn't feel, like... Secure and then I went to Target and got like an actual like I went through a shit ton of of tops and finally it was a cup and Mm -hmm. it was like very secure and I was like oh is this what I've been missing (laughs) like this feels amazing um because I also get very pissed off at how much bras cost like I think that's am absolutely. Especially a good one, like a good one that you're really sized, like, accurately. Yeah, my bras like were, like, fucking,
2: yeah, like, $90 minimum.
1: Yeah. And especially, like, the bigger you are, yep. the, like, the more um, expensive they become, which is just bullshit. And they're
2: all nude colored.
1: hmm And then it even goes further than to bras. It's, like, only, like, people, small-chested people can wear these type of styles of shirts. And- yep. Um, big chested can only wear these styles and I of course like grass is always greener I've always found small chested women to be like so hot like I oh, think absolutely. their style is like gorgeous absolutely. like what they get to wear yeah and you don't like I just don't get that like opportunity because they're, they're big ones like yeah. they're at least I think they're D I've been told by a friend who has M boobs that she thinks they're bigger than D's I
2: think also like so my boobs are really wide mm-hmm. Um, so I they look like they People tell me, oh, like, they're like a C, but they're not, like, because they're wide. Mm-hmm. um, They are definitely bigger than that. I'm not going to find out how big they are. <laughs> but also now I can wear button-ups, which has, I think that was, like, a big mm. part of, like, it was super, like, gender euphoric and, like, style euphoria for me. Like, being able to wear, like, a button-up. Um, I love a good, like mittens button up with like short sleeves and like mm-hmm. rolling
1: up the sleeves oh I can totally see this with like like bonobos or however you say it with yep. like probably like baby flamingos on mm-hmm. it like- oh absolutely that's like super up my alley
2: mm-hmm. um or and I wear a lot of like collar pins I'm yeah I, <laughs> it was I love it super I think that was like really affirming to me and my, like, surgery had a lot to do with that.
1: Yeah, because when you have big tits, like, you get that stupid, like, space so right stupid. here. stupid. Or they pop open, and now it's become very sexual, and you're just yeah. like, no, and no one will tell you because they're afraid to tell you. I know. I can't tell
2: you how many times i would like, gone to work, and I, like, had to dress up, so you dress up. It's, like, always you have to wear, like, a button up or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I would, like, get to my desk, and my shirt would be, like, open underneath your boobs, you know? I had, no. like, popped open, and you're uh-huh. like, how long has that been there?
1: Right, it's like shit in your teeth. Like, why? Why didn't you just tell me? Like, it would have been so much easier for everyone involved. You just told me, but then they have to admit that they were looking at your chest. Yeah, it's also an issue. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, I have a question for you. Sure. So I, I was thinking about, um, like, how I realized I was bi. I don't really know how that ever sort of. It wasn't like a light switch. I like sort of one day it was just like, oh yeah. I remember I had had um, a dream about Rihanna. Good dream. And we were on one of those. um, I don't know if you've ever been to DC and on their metros. They have like. I'm
1: from Northern Virginia, actually. Okay. So they,
2: um, you know, they have a couple stations where the, the. The escalators are super, super long. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a dream (laughs) that she was eating me out for, like, the whole length of, like, a really long, like, escalator ride down into the metro stop. I, like, don't remember anything else. You don't need to. That's amazing. Um, But I, like, woke up and I was like, hmm, yeah, probably. You're like, that was fun. And I was like, yeah. And I, like, think I just, like, came around to it. And the other day I realized... Like saw a meme on the internet about like oh I realized that I was bi when I liked like this cartoon character instead of like the male like protagonist oh or right whatever. yeah like they
1: are like Nala instead of Simba yeah or like and I
2: realized I was like huh I was like I think I had a crush on Jasmine and Aladdin yeah Jasmine was hot mm-hmm. I that was killer. I dressed up as her for Halloween and I'm like that was like not like an admiration thing. Like I had a huge crush on her. Um,
1: I so is the question like how did I realize? Yeah. I it was after awkward sex has become like a thing and there's just way more talk about like sex and I was not like having more sex too. Like I felt like more like in it. Um and I went to go photograph a friend's comedy show and one of the comedians Uh, who was a lady I just like could not take my eyes off of her Mm -hmm. and I was like holy shit like I was like holy shit like I am attracted to her um she also she's more masculine presenting um kind of has like a Justin Bieber vibe like uh Uh, And I still, to this day, have a crush on her. And, like, Erin is aware of it. And I think she's aware of it. Like (laughs) Even even better. She listens to the podcast. I actually haven't had her on the podcast or on my show in a long time because I, like, I get so nervous around her. Like, and she's so sweet and she's so funny. But she like, touch my shoulder and I'll just be like, (laughs) like, I can't. Like, it's too much. And then I kind of, like, forgot about it. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, have a crush on, like, so-and-so. And And then started dating Erin. And then it was, like... It just, like, started, like, I could just – I work at Trader Joe's, and so, like, we're right next to LA, LIU University, mm-hmm. and their female, female soccer players come in all the time. Oh yes. And that's, like, my type, is, like, soccer player just, like – any gender soccer player Mm -hmm. give me great thighs give me great stems like that's what Uh, i want absolutely i mean also like i just realized i'm
2: after watching the recent soccer games that they run like sprint fucking eight miles
1: or so like during a game yeah soccer is so excruciating because they don't stop for like 90 plus minutes and their legs are Perfect. But that's just kind of like, I realized like one of the soccer players was like flirting with me. And then I was like, Oh, like I'm into this. And then I was like, Oh, right, right. Like, cause you're by, because like you are also attracted to this. And then, then I just hit a point where I was just like, I feel like I'm lying to Aaron, not telling him. Yeah. And yeah, so absolutely. that's where it came out. And I came out very awkwardly in front of him and our friend Nate. And right before we were going to like a a queer dance party during pride month like i guess it was two years ago i think i can't remember now and then we didn't talk about it and he was like what What does this mean like a week later he was like you, what does this mean and i was like oh like i still love you i just like yeah this That's is just like what's happening <laughs> and like it's yeah. been really cool and like really great and i'm really glad that like i told him and like now tell other people
2: yeah i think that was pretty much tyler's response when i told him um i like sort of like came out like pretty slowly um and i uh, he just was like, well, I don't really know what that means. And like, are we just like, are we still dating? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, he's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But also I think about like talking about bi stuff, Um, there comes like this issue, well, not an issue, but like people in the community get really sensitive around like bi versus pansexual.
1: Well, I also always was wondering, yeah. will bisexual, like the term be phased yeah. out because it implies just two genders.
2: Yeah. So for me, I just like buy better because I like the word better. Also, the flag is better.
1: It is uh, a very pretty flag. It's a very pretty flag. I like the
2: colors. Um, I don't like the word like pan. I mean, I know it means all, but I think it's like
1: little. But I just like take buy as like a b- umbrella term
2: for me. Same.
1: Because th- I was thinking the same thing too. I was just like it. I don't want anyone to think that it means I only think there's two genders and that I would not be attracted to someone that represents or um, that is trans or non-binary. Like, no, all is great. It's more the same thing. It was just like that, I guess, was a term that I grew up with for a long time. Yeah, and exactly. when I realized it, that was the only term available. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, like, uh, yeah, pansexual has like a weird sound to it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't flow off the tongue as well as bi to me. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like I totally, I totally get what you're saying, and I, yeah, I hope no one ever thought like would think that like there's so many genders, like yeah, yeah,
2: of course. I usually just tell people I'm queer because it just like covers all bases, and Mm. then it leaves them like guessing they can figure it out.
1: Yeah, that's smart. Um,
2: I also have a friend who, um, recently came out to their mom, and um, they have a very um, they're from home, and so they have a very like conservative family, um, and. Um, they said that their mom now um, plays this game with that's called "Let's Let's Guess Who in the Room is Gay," and so their like family has to fit like figure it out, and you know, then they don't say anything because it's awkward. <laughs> it's my new favorite thing. Like, guess who? Guess who in this room is
1: queer? <laughs> what a what a way to be um, supportive. Yeah, in a I'm conservative family. Yeah. yeah. We're on the other side yet again. Um, I know you loved it. How could you not? Go like and subscribe and go like and subscribe to Frau Powell podcast as well. They have a new series on their podcast called Immigration Series, basically about people that have immigrated to America and what it's like. Um, It's going to be very interesting and it's going to come out in September. And I think you guys should take a listen. Bye, guys.